We are T-minus one day away from the Utah Utes and Florida Gators getting it on. It's been a long time coming. It's finally here. But who are the Utah players that are going to stand out? What's going to happen with this team during the game? What kind of numbers will they put up? And what other bold predictions do we have for this 2022 Utah football team? We're talking about it on today's Locked on Utes. You are Locked on Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and thank you for making Lockdown Utes your first listen every single day. We are available on all platforms, including YouTube. I want to take a moment to thank today's sponsor, Bet Online. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hello, everyone. My name is JT Wistersill, former intern inside the University of Utah Athletic Department, now the host of Lockdown Utes, and joining me today to talk about predictions for this game in terms of player stats a couple team stat numbers as well is fan nations all Utes cole bagley cole appreciate you stopping by and what makes this game so much fun is not only have we been talking about it forever but it's just such a great opportunity for the Utes going against an sec team that look the pac-12 hasn't gotten a lot of respect because they haven't done as well this is a conference that hasn't won a bowl game in a while they haven't beaten an sct team obviously in a while as well and the sec is of course known as the top of college football the Pac-12 knows the bottom in terms of Power 5 conference nationally. So it's a nice opportunity for the Utes as well as just to go and represent the Pac-12 to get a huge win here. And I'm just going to start right off the gate. That's exactly what I think this Utah team is going to do. They're going to go down to Gainesville. They're going to get a huge win. I think the story coming out of this game is going to be Cam Rising. I think he goes off for four touchdowns, three through the air, one on the ground as well. He outduels Anthony Richardson. I got the Utes 38-24 to with Cam Rising putting himself firmly in that top five Heisman conversation to open the season. Yeah. I, I mean, I very well could see that happening, you know, as long as, as long as the humidity doesn't affect, uh, uh, you know, those from Utah, right. I'm, I'm getting a little nervous. I'm heading out there. Uh, you know, like you said, I'm heading out there today. Uh, so I, I just gotta be prepared, right. That humidity could take me by surprise and who knows if I'll be coming back, but uh, I know. No, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll just the show. We'll miss you. We'll miss you if that heat takes time. <laughs> yeah, who knows if I'll make it back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all, all jokes aside, you know, that's that's very realistic. Um, Cam Rising has just been phenomenal. He's come so far. And and to listen to the way that, that Whittingham, you know, just, just describes him, you know, uh, at, at media availability earlier this week, uh, I believe on Tuesday, uh, you know, somebody asked Whittingham, you know, what, what are you most confident in in terms of this this team? They just kind of left it an open ended question, and Cunningham responds really quickly and says, "Cam Rising, you know, he is the undisputed leader. He is, you know, just uh, an amazing quarterback. He doesn't fold under pressure." And he says, "Like I've been saying all fall camp, you know, he's he's come a long way." And you know, somebody kind of followed up and said, "Oh, well, how far has he come since since he took over last year?" And he's like, "You know, he's." He has he's made he's made strides, but he's always been that guy. He's always been that leader. He's always had that swag. He's always you know had that uh, you know just kind of killer instinct. He's very competitive, and so yeah, I, I very well could see you know that 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 happening. Cam going in, it, I'm really excited to see what he can do. You know the the off season chatter surrounding Cam Rising, what he did at that Manning camp, and all those types of things. Like he apparently looks very very good. 
Um, I think he's one of the smartest quarterbacks in all of college football. Um, just the way I think, I think the game moves very slowly for him. And, you know, he, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He only threw five interceptions last season. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, four, four touchdowns uh, with one on the ground is, is a very re- realistic uh, stat line coming out of Florida. And, you know, if, if that's the case, they might just run away with this one because if Cam's putting up four touchdowns and the running backs are adding, you know, two or three, you know, it's, it could be a runaway now. Do I think that's going to happen necessarily? Uh, no, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. And and for me personally, I'm, I'm kind of betting maybe more so on the on the run game, um, just given the fact that I, I do think this Florida secondary is is good. Um, I think they might be their strong suit on defense um, outside of that defensive line. Um, the defensive line does have some youth, but they're very athletic there. Uh, and there's there's been a lot of talk surrounding the D-line. So I, I'm kind of putting my money on on the running backs. Um, I was looking at some, some statistics from last season and um, in, in the, the six uh, in their, in their seven losses, excuse me, last season, the Gators allowed an average of 205 yards compared to just 116 in their victories. Um, luckily for Utah, Utah's returning the majority of a, uh, a running back group that averaged uh, 216 yards per game last season. And so for me, I think, Really, the, the, the group that might shine, the, the players that might shine, the running backs, probably specifically Tavion Thomas, if he can get over, you know, 100, 150 yards, it's not going to be hard for Makai Bernard, Chris Curry, and Jalen Glover to add, you know, 50 to 100 more to get them over that 200 mark. And I think that's kind of the magic number is if you talk to maybe get around that 200 mark on the ground, they're going to be tough, uh, tough to beat uh, in Gainesville. Yeah, and that is something we know this Utah team is going to come in. The very first thing they're going to do, I think everyone will be surprised if on the first two plays, at least one of those isn't a run. This is not a team that was going to drop back every time and throw the ball, of course. So they want to come out, establish the run, and I think they will have success doing that as well. I think this is the off the running backs as a group go for over 200 yards. I see Tavion getting 100 of those as the lead guy. I also think Jalen Glover is going to have at least one to two runs that get everyone excited. And you can already hear the – broadcaster is going to go, oh, you know, he's from Florida High School as well, talking about that. Makai Bernard's going to make, I think, especially in the passing game, I think Makai Bernard coming in on those third downs is going to make some really crucial catches for these youths in a couple opportunities there as well. I think the offensive line is going to have a good game, creating those running holes as well. And then Tavion is going to break a lot of those one-on-one tackles. And just in general for the offensive line, I do think Cam will get sacked at least once in this game, maybe twice. But overall, I still think the offensive line is going to have a very good game. And those could very well be coverage sacks as well. Because, yes, I think Cam's going to have an outstanding performance. But as you also mentioned, I mean, it's not going to be a cakewalk because this Florida secondary is really good. We had Brandon Olsen of Locked On Gators on – the Locked On Utes podcast yesterday, and he was talking about how he feels really good about this secondary. So it's a great opportunity for a wide receiver group that we have been talking about all offseason that they're going to break out. This could be one of the best secondaries they play in the entire season, maybe even the best secondary, depending on what the end of the season looks like for this Florida team. That's to be determined as well. But Yeah, I'm really interested to see how they're going to do and how Cam is going to do. As I mentioned, I think he's going to excel. A couple other guys in the grand for big days. Obviously, with Cam going for over – I have him going for 330 yards, which would be a single-game high for him as well. And I think the receivers are going to have good games. I think Devon Bailey is going to go over 100 yards. I think he's going to get a touchdown in this one too. And I think we're going to see at least one of these explosive plays in this game. I think we're going to see a 50-yard touchdown. And I think Devon's going to be the guy who's going to score that. I think it does come in the very first game. We see this Utah offense being more aggressive 
early. I don't think it's even going to be a trick play. I really just think it'll be Devon beating a guy down the field. And I think the other guys are going to go have good games too. Brant, Dalton, I think they're both going over 50 yards. Solomon Enos. And one of Jalen Dixon or Muddy Parks, I feel like, is going to make a huge catch at some point in this game as well. And I just really feel like because Florida is going to struggle to stop the run, they're going to have to pack the box, and that won't leave as many guys on the back end, and that's where the youths are going to gash them. Yeah, I mean, I very well could see that happening. Uh, Another name just to keep an eye on. We'll see if, uh, I guess, two – uh, we'll see if uh, either Teo Johnson or Sidney Ambanasaur gets in the game. Um, Teo, you know, is is number two right behind Jalen Dixon. And um, I, I, I wish the best for Jalen Dixon and hope he does have a good season. But, you know, if if he's, you know, not catching balls or, or things that we've seen in the past, you know, maybe Teo gets a rep or two. And, and uh, I like that kid a lot. You know, he's putting in that extra work. Um, and I've, I've seen him doing that after practice. He's been the last receiver off the field getting in extra work with, with the quarterback. So I, I, I hope to see Teo and maybe Sydney uh, get a few reps and uh, maybe a catch or two. But I agree. I think Devon, uh, I think Devon is going to come out strong. I think he's going to assert himself as that wide receiver one. Uh, we already know that that's where he sits, but I think now he's going to prove it, right? He's going to go out on the field and, and make things happen. And yeah, I mean, a, a 50 yard touchdown pass or some big plays are definitely uh, some you know, on the radar. Uh, if, if spring ball is any indication of, of what that rising to Vele connection kind of looks like, it's deep balls. Um, you know, Vele's catch radius is ridiculous. He's super athletic. He's fast. He's uh, really been working on his technique getting off the line. Uh, I've had discussions with him, and those have been a em- uh, big emphasis. And so, yeah, I, 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 I'd like to see Vele go for a minimum of 75 yards, and I'd love to see him get, in the, uh, get a touchdown. I think that would be really big for him. You know, if he's a guy that might try to really push that 1,000 yard, um, yards on the season, something that Utah has not done for a long time, it's got to start with, uh, you know, a, a solid amount of yards and, and, and a touchdown or so here in Florida. So, no, I, I really like that, and, and uh, I agree with you. I think I think these wide receivers are hungry, and I think they're going to come out and show what they can do. Yeah, it's going to be awesome and a great test for them, as we mentioned, because even more so, we joke about the humidity. Yes, that'll be a factor, but more so, this is as hostile as an environment Utah is going to see this season. So if they can get it done in there, especially – getting that passing game going, they can really get it going against anyone. So we both think Utah will have that success offensively. We're going to both see if we think Utah will have the same success defensively in a second. But first, I want to tell you guys about a message from the NHTSA. Are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to drive stone? What's the worst that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit? It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is your reaction time slows way down when you're high. You're not only putting yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. Stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've ever been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Guys, it's so great to have college football back this weekend, but make sure you guys are taking care of yourself and being safe. Call an Uber or a ride if you need one. Make sure you guys enjoy the weekend and having football back responsibly. Now, looking at the defensive side of the ball, Cole, I think this is where things get interesting, right? Because I think there are going to be a lot of people who tune into this game for two reasons. They want to see what this Utah team looks like if they deserve to be ranked as high as they are. And what does Anthony Richardson look like? Yes, we wanted it. Billy Napier, Florida era, that all kicking off is really cool too. But that's not the story of the season because this Florida team, it's not going to be contending for an SEC championship. We know that. But it is curious to see, is Anthony Richardson going to be 
have a strong enough performance that gets him into that first round conversation, just be one of those guys throughout the season. There's a lot of people, including Coach Witt, as he talked about, who thinks he has the talent to be one of those elite quarterbacks. So this is what a lot of people want to see is how does Anthony Richardson perform against a pretty stout Utah defense who, yes, lost their best player from a year ago and their top two tacklers, but has a lot of talent coming in as well. And I think the defense is going to do very well against him. I think Van Fillinger and Junior Jafuna are going to solidify themselves. It's not just one of the best pass rush duos in the Pac-12, but the country as well. I think they're going to combine for four sacks with two and a half of those going to Van Fillinger. Jafuna getting in on one and a half as well. A couple pressures in there too. I also think Karene Reed, one of your guys, Cole, I think he's going to lead this Utah team in tackles. I have him going for with 14 as well and just kind of close off what I think this front seven group is going to do. I do think Lander comes in, makes some plays, but I don't. I think this is going to be a really hard game for him, just being his first ever game against some of those huge Florida offensive linemen as well. Still makes some plays, but not the strongest game. And I do think Diabate is going to make at least one big hit that silences the stadium or just gets everyone talking about, you know, he used to be on this Florida team last year. In the <laughs> there, there will be some booze if that happens. Yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, there does seem to be some bad blood there. It's interesting, but yeah, oh, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like the front seven's in for a really good performance and trying to contain Richardson as well as limit the run game. Yeah. The, I mean, I, I would say I'm overly confident in the offense, the defense. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm un, like worried per se. Um, for the most part, the defense is great. You know, I think overall, I think this defense has a higher ceiling than the defense a year ago, which some you know, might be difficult for some to agree with, but First of all, the secondary might be one of the best in the country. Um, the corner room is easily top five, maybe even top three. Uh, the safeties are, are very good. You know, Cole Bishop, RJ Huber, Sione Vaki is, is is really, really good. Clayton Isbell. So it's deep. You know, that's that's really what the secondary is, is it's it's very talented and it's very deep. You're, there's not a lot of drop off. You know, you've got obviously Clark Phillips, huge name, JT Broughton, Zamaya Vaughn, Fabian Marks. Like your two deep is very, very good and they're healthy. So for me, the passing game is not really what um, has me somewhat worried, if you will. Um, I really don't think that Anthony Richardson's going to have a heyday, you know, passing the football. Sure, he's got some, he got some uh, tall, athletic wide receivers out there, but you know, he wasn't that. Obviously, he didn't he didn't start all all of last year, but and and he has come, um, he has made some notable strides in his passing game. But I just don't think he's to the point where he has that confidence to just be slinging it all over the field um, at this point, and especially not against this Utah secondary. So I'm, I'm really not overly worried about that. Sure. He might, you know, he might throw a couple, you know, one or two touchdowns or something like that, but I really don't see him just going off um, in terms of passing Uh, in terms of the defensive line. You know, there are some new faces somewhat. I mean, guys that have played, but now they're kind of stepping into some bigger roles, you know, uh, Jonah Ellis, uh, Connor O'Toole, uh, Mickey Sugaturaga, those guys that have seen some action, but now it's time to go and start. Now it's time to, to get a majority of the reps. I'm not overly worried. Um, there will be, I think, a little bit of a learning curve, but you've got solid, you know, solid players in Van Fillinger and Junior Tufuno that are just, they're going to go in and they're going to cause some problems. So um, really not, again, not really worried about that front line and, and, I don't want to say I'm worried necessarily, but the, the the part of the defense that has me kind of just, you know, um, that I'll be paying the most attention to, I, I guess that's the phrase that I should use, is the linebackers. Um, just because, like, there's a lot of talent. And I would agree with with Kyle Whittingham and, and Krenny Reed in, in the fact that I think overall as a group, 
this this position room has more talent overall than they did a season ago. Obviously, um, you had superstars. You had Devin Lloyd. You had Nephi Sewell. Devin Lloyd's first round pick. You know, Nephi Sewell just signed a, to the practice squad with with the New Orleans Saints the other day. So, a lot of talent. But overall, there's I think there's more talent as a group this year than there was last year. It's just it's insane how deep they are. And a lot of that has to do with, with the freshmen that they brought in, you know, Lander Barton, Justin Medlock, um, just some really talented guys. But with all of that talent is a lot of inexperience. Um, there's going to be, I think a bit of a learning curve. Um, even with guys like Diabate and Reed, I do think they're going to have good games. And, and for the most part, I don't think that they're going to cost the defense. And you know, I don't think we're going to be like, Oh man, the, the linebackers blew the game. No, that's not what's going to happen. But there might be an adjustment period, you know, through that first half, maybe first and into the second quarter, we're going to see guys kind of figuring it out. I mean, Crenay has had the most experience on this Utah defense in terms of, you know, reps, right? The Abate has had the most experience in terms of reps at the collegiate level. Those two I'm not so worried about. It's more, Hey, maybe Lander comes in and Justin comes in for a minute. Maybe you're getting, you know, a couple of the other younger guys in here and there, there will be some learning curve. Um, like I said, I don't think it's going to cost the Utes, but that's the position group for me to kind of keep an eye on going in this game. I think the linebackers will determine, uh, greatly determine the outcome of the game. If they can be, you know, on top of their game and if they can be helping you to contain Anthony Richardson, um, which I have confidence in them to do, then Utah will walk away with the victory. But if that learning curve is greater um, than maybe we're anticipating, it could end up being costly. So I think, you know, I, I'm not expecting that. I'm not expecting the linebackers to, to blow it by any means. But for me, that's that's the biggest, you know, way you're kind of weighing it. How is this going to go? Let's look to linebackers. If they have a great game, Utah will be fine. If they maybe struggle, it could be closer than Utah wants it to be. For sure. And, yeah, because it is just such a new group playing together as well, this is the first group that, this combination of guys, you have two guys who have never played in actual game snaps as Utes who figure to get a lot of the reps as well. So continuity is not there. Some of the chemistry and communication, we'll see how that all plays out. And there's going to be opportunities in the game where Utah is covered on the back end. Pass rush doesn't quite get home, but forces Richardson out of the pocket and someone's going to have to make a tackle on him. And if those guys aren't able to do that, that being Diabate, Barton, Reed, then Utah is in for some trouble because that's going to lead to some first downs for Florida and first downs one after another, obviously equal touchdowns. So it's going to be interesting to see how they go about playing that. You touched on the secondary. That was something I want to talk about too. I do think because of the pressure this Utah team is going to get, and I just feel like Utah offensively is really going to click early. I could see them starting out the game with three straight touchdowns or three of their first four drives going for touchdowns. I just really think they're going to click early. And because of that, this Florida team might feel a little bit of a need to press and get into it if they have a punt or two because they fall behind by a touchdown or so. That's going to lead Anthony Richardson pressing the ball. So I think Clark Phillips is going to get an interception in this one as Anthony Richardson is going to try to find his guy and Clark Phillips is going to be all over him. And RJ Hubert as well. I think he'll reacclimate. Utah fans to his fantastic play with a nice interception deep as well. And, we're, you know, we'll see Cole Bishop down the box as well. I think having JT Broughton back, he'll make a couple big pass breakups on third downs as well. So I have confidence in the secondary as well. That will be the question, though, as you highlighted is, I do think the linebackers will have a good game. But if there was, if you had to go, okay, why did Utah lose this game? It's probably because that new group of linebackers didn't quite have the performance up to par. And Utah really missed Devin Lloyd in the first game of the season. But this is a coaching yeah, staff. I mean, yeah. 
I was going to say that there, there's confidence. You know, I asked Whittingham yesterday or the other day. I said, "How confident are you?" And he says, "Very." And the same thing with Karenic. Karenic says, "I'm super confident." So, I have the confidence in them, but playing is different, right? Thinking, oh, having that confidence, it's different than oh, like how we actually perform. Now, do it like 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 we said. I fully expect them to do great. You know, Diabate has a lot of experience. He's vicious. He brings a lot to the table. Uh, Karene is very smart. That's something that Wood said is, you know, the way that he kind of reads the game um, and the way that he positions his body and puts himself in the position to make plays is arguably his greatest trait. And I think he's going to have a solid one. I, I have full confidence in these guys. But at the end of the day, playing is different than, oh, determining whether or not they're confident. And like you said, I agree. You know, if, if – if Utah's going to win this game, the linebackers, to me, are the determining factor on the defense. Yeah, and one of the things we also know about this Utah team is that they're going to come into this one prepared as well. Coach Scali, Ludwig, Witt, they've gotten these guys ready to go. We know what a fantastic linebacker coach, Coach Swan, as well. So this Utah team is ready, and I feel definitely has the advantage in the coaching matchup as well. But looking at then, so we previewed the offense, previewed the defense, just and going with we'll touch on special teams for a second. I just I think the Utes will come out sharp on special teams personally. I don't think there's going to be any mishaps this game. I don't think as returners, I think Devon Vele and Makai Bernard, I think they'll have good games. I don't think we'll see any touchdowns from them, but I think Utah special teams will be perfectly fine in this game. I don't think they'll be outstanding. I just think there'll be something we don't mention, which if you have a good special teams game, that's something that doesn't get talked about, which is so that's a good thing. Yeah, I think just. I don't see some big return. You know, mm-hmm. I don't see a Cubby like return, but I think they'll come out and they'll get the job done. You know, they'll fill the ball. They won't drop it. They won't have, you know, a fumble or anything. You know, these are experienced guys. These are guys that, okay, yeah, the, the depth chart reads sophomore, but Bailey has been with the team since I believe 2019. And I think Makai has been with the team since 2019 or 2020. So they've been out there. They've, they've made big plays. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons that they're the ones out there, you know, maybe, maybe that's the reason why they beat out, you know, money parks, right? Like money hasn't had a lot of time. He hasn't played a lot of downs, maybe throughout the season, as he gets more experience, we see more of money, but for now you've got guys that they have great hands that can catch the ball that are smart and that will fulfill the role. Uh, they, I don't think they'll necessarily excel right off the bat, but they won't, you know, they won't make any, you know, sizable mistakes. Mm-hmm. No, I, and I 100% agree with that. And then looking at, we talked about the game now, so now it's time to look for some predictions. So I already gave my score prediction. Cole, you can give yours in a moment, but I'm just going on the season in general, just bold predictions for the season. I have this Utah team going 12-2. and two. I've already elaborated why. I think they'll win the Pac-12 and the college football playoff with that second loss coming in the semifinals versus an Alabama, who I expect to be the one seed. Or who knows, maybe we get an Ohio State rematch if this Utah team is good enough to run the table and get in that third spot in the rankings as well. And then my other one, I do I do think Cam Rising will be in the Heisman conversation. We, will he be in the top three? I think he's got a really good shot too. I won't say for certain just because I don't know if he'll have the numbers that Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, even a Will Anderson, what if he goes off for sacks? I just don't know if he'll have that level of production with how potent the run game is going to be as well. But for my biggest bull prediction, I'm going to say I think this Utah offense is going to go down as one of, if not the very best that to ever play at this Utah team. I think when you look at the season Cam Rising is in for, you look at the receivers, how they have progressed, the offensive line, the running backs, the coaching. I think everything is there for this offense to reach new highs in terms of points per game for a season 
passing records as well. I have a lot of confidence in this Utah offense, and I think they're in for an outstanding year that could potentially be record-breaking. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is – I agree with, with pretty much all of that. Um, in terms of my score prediction, I think it's going to be, oh, around a 10 – seven, you know, somewhere between three to ten points. Um, I want to. I want to say that Utah walk away with a thirty-eight twenty-eight victory. That's nice. that's what I'm predicting. It'll yeah. be interesting to see because uh, I think this offense is going to put up a, quite a few points. Uh, yeah. I think Florida is is going to kind of be close. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe Utah goes up fourteen nothing. Um, you know, maybe twenty-one nothing, um, something like that. But then maybe you know, uh, Florida kind of storms back, maybe puts up ten points, and it's like, all right, it's it's going to stay close, kind of the kind of that whole way through, and. Uh, but I, I do think Utah is going to come out on top. There's just so much offensive firepower. There's so many um, guarantees that you're getting, and that's what you're not getting with Florida coming into this game. Is it's question mark after question mark after question mark. I think the only, I think really the only areas that you can be confident in is that secondary, and then somewhat Anthony Richardson. I mean, it's interesting all, all the hype. He 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 does. I agree with with Wit that he has that kind of Cam Newton feel to him. He's very big. He's around 6'4", 230, 240 pounds. Uh, he's very fast, and he's come a long way in the passing game. But he's un—he's—he's he's mostly unproven. You know, this is a guy that they're talking about first-round draft potential. It's like, okay, yeah, I can kind of see that, but let's see this kid prove it. Let's see yeah, him. That's all right now. Yeah, like let's see him actually do that. Let's yeah. see him come out for a season and do that. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how that unfolds, but I've got Utah coming out 38, 28. There's just too much offensive firepower in this defense. I think as a whole is better than they were a season ago. So 38, 28 is my prediction in terms of the season. Um, I think Cam rising will be in the Heisman conversation. I, I don't think that he breaks into the top three or anything. Um, I think he'll be, you know, in that conversation, he'll get some votes and stuff like that. So, uh, but I just think the PAC 12 disrespect will kind of, dictate yeah. more that he won't really make it as far as, as some of the other, other players. Um, I think Lander Barton's going to be, I think Lander Bar- Barton's going to be the Pac-12 defensive uh, uh, freshman player of the year. Um, so he'll follow up junior Tafuna's, um, you know, uh, 2021 uh, campaign uh, award. Uh, Utah will go back to back with, with the best uh, freshman defensive player. Uh, I think Clark Phillips as a whole might be up for the best defensive player in the entire country. Um, it'll be interesting to see, what happens there. He's just, this is a guy that is, man, everything about him is like, you could not ask for a harder worker, a more dedicated uh, defender. This guy just eats, sleeps, drinks football, and he makes his life about it, which, which is awesome to see that dedication. And on top of that, he's a fantastic athlete that just makes things happen. So it'll be fun to watch that. I, I don't think Utah gets a thousand yard receiver this season, but I think Devon Bailey is very close. I think he's, I think he's 750 plus yards. I think he he might get between eight to 900. Uh, I just I don't know that he reaches that thousand. Um, that's just a tough thing. Not because he he's talented enough to be that guy, but is he going to see enough reps? Right. I mean, if you look at um, other receivers that did that last year, um, London out of out of USC, I think the guy had like 83 receptions you're probably not going to get that many receptions at Utah. I mean, there's just, there's too many guys. There's Devon Bailey, there's Solomon Enos, there's Money Parks, there's, you know, there's Jalen Dixon, there's some of the freshman receivers. And then you have the two of the best tight ends in the whole country. It's just really hard to get that many looks 
uh, coming your way. So, but I think he's going to make the most of it. I think he's going to be on the end of a lot of 50, you know, 40 to 50 yard catches um, this year, maybe, you know, a handful of those and it gets him a couple hundred yards. So I've got Devon getting close to a thousand, but I don't think he'll break it. Uh, and then I think Jalen Glover is really going to come, come into uh, the college level, just swinging. Um, I, I've got, I've got him going for 500 yards and five plus touchdowns. Um, that's kind of my, my prediction. I, I'm not so heavy in the, the seasonal awards um, predictions, but more just kind of what are guys going to do? So I, I think Jalen is going to come in because you've got, you've got kind of that hole that TJ Pledger left. And TJ went for, I believe over 700 yards. I don't think Jalen's going to take quite all of those. I think Chris Curry will have a couple hundred as well, but I think Jalen's going to come in and, and maybe get about 500 um, and, and, and see, and get in that box, you know, a handful of times. So those are kind of my seasonal predictions there. I love it. I think it's a great opportunity for this Utah team to get it done. And it all starts in Gainesville for all kinds of Utah coverage. Make sure you guys follow Cole at Bagley underscore Cole fan nation. All Utes will have you guys covered. Cole also be down there in Florida as well. So if you guys are having some tailgates, make sure you hit him up on Twitter as well, but what should be a fantastic atmosphere. Cole excited. You get to experience that. Appreciate you always joining us on this channel as well. Also, we want to thank you guys for making Locked On Utes your first listen every day. And if you're looking for a second listen every day, NFL season is just under a week away now, six days in fact. So check out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022, an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts of the Lock On Podcast Network, plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets, all combining into one ultimate NFL preview. Search for the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. But guys, thank you so much for sticking with Locked On Utes as we've gotten going in this August, July as well. It's been great having the channel back. Appreciate the opportunity that you guys have given us to have this platform, as well as helping us reach 350 subscribers already on YouTube. But we have finally made it. It is game weekend, so enjoy the game versus Florida, and we will see you on Monday on Locked On Utes.